get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN, your home of the blues. It's 901, and your time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. We got word last week that the Ascension Charity Classic in mid-September is going to be made even cooler with the Legends Charity Challenge on September 11th, presented by Worldwide Technology. And Craig Berube, the head coach of the St. Louis Blues, and Ozzie Smith have joined the tournament. And Coach Berube, Chief, is with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Uh, Coach, great to have you with us. Thanks for taking some time. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, guys. First of all, I heard last week that you're playing a lot of golf. Do you always play a lot, or are you practicing for this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't play that much. I try, I've try. i always tried to get out a few times a week, a couple times a week, three times a week, you know. Um, just in the summer times, you know, there's not a lot going on. Uh, we have a chance to get away and just I like to play golf, always have, so try to get out and play a little bit. Craig, we, we've seen you in your post-game press conferences, and you're usually pretty measured, but we've also seen that fire that you have inside. What are you like as a golfer? Are you a guy that if you have a bad shot, you can mentally turn the page and move on to the next, or are you breaking clubs? I don't break any clubs. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty calm. I, actually, I don't I, – you know, I probably used to get a lot more upset about – you know, shots when I was younger and things like that, but I don't really, I don't really get that upset anymore. You know, maybe the odd curse word, but that's about it. <laughs> Coach, when I was a young golfer, I did break, like in my first or second round on a course ever, I broke a club over my knee and decided very quickly, I will never be good enough to break a club. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the whole point of it. I mean, is we're just, we're out there just to, you know, have fun. You're competitive. Obviously you want to do well, but you know, in the end, like it's not it's not a profession; it's just a hobby. And you know, if you're going to break clubs, it's going to cost you money. You got to, you know, right. get a new one. So why do that? Exactly, Chief. I'm sure you've played a lot of golf with people in the hockey world. I don't want to know who the best golf buddy is, but who is the most fun guy out on the golf course? Um, yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, I've played with a lot of guys over the years in golf that are, you know, obviously involved in hockey. Um, you know, like going back a long time ago, playing with uh, Rick Tockett and Scott Mellaby, you know, we that's really kind of when I started to play golf back in the Philly days, Flyer days, I mean, sorry, uh, when I first uh, joined the NHL. And, um, you know, those guys were great guys to play with, a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. And then, you know, just even like recently, you know, playing with a, a guy like Mark Savard, he's a big golf guy and he's, you know, he – he he lives for golf. I mean, he's a very good player, and uh, he, he's fun to play with. You know, he's, and um, I've known I've known Mark Savard for quite some time, and played a lot of golf with him. And uh, 
he's pretty fun to play with too. So there's a lot of guys that are uh, great guys to play golf with and have a good time. Craig Bruby with us on 101 ESPN. And coach, you're going to be playing in a foursome with Jack Nicholas, in addition to Ozzie and Tom <clears throat> Watson. You talk about things that you never, ever dream of is playing in a foursome with Jack Nicholas. How cool is that? <laughs> Yeah, no, all three of them, to be honest. I mean, to be able to, you know, I've met Tom Watson before. I played an event with him years ago up in the Baltimore area. But, uh, you know, just to be with those three guys is going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, just to, you know, be able to talk to those guys and uh, have a good time. And in and, and this, and this charity event is going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, it's just a, it's an honor for me to be with three, uh, obviously, legends in my opinion those three guys you know ozzy smith one of the best baseball players of all time and two of the best golfers of all time so it'll be a lot of fun and you guys are playing nine holes and so your first three holes are going to be a thousand dollars per for charity provided by worldwide technology fifteen hundred dollars a hole for 13 14 and 15 the 16th is 2500 17th is five grand and then the 18th hole will be for ten thousand dollars to either uh, first tee of greater st louis or pga reach can you imagine lining up an eighteen foot, eighteen inch putt for ten grand for somebody? Yeah, I'm going to probably be a little bit nervous to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> My partner better play well. Right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Well, Chief, I did want to ask you uh, a hockey question. So the Lightning become Stanley Cup yeah. champions again, back to back. And of course, the St. Louis and Pat Maroon, three consecutive San- Stanley Cup championships. He's the first guy to do it with multiple teams since the 60s. Unbelievable. But we want to hear from you as somebody who coached him, who's been with him in those high pressure moments, obviously won with him. What makes a guy like Pat Maroon so valuable? Um, well, a couple of things. I think he's learned over his career um, how important he can be to a team as a locker room guy. I think that uh, that would probably be overlooked when you're young. Uh, you wouldn't be thinking about that because you'd be more or less thinking about your play and, and uh, points and contracts and things like that. That's just normal. But, you know, as he's grown as a player and, and become a veteran and, and uh, been on a few different teams, he's learned to be a great locker room guy, which is very important on a hockey team. I don't, it's, um, I don't think people understand how important having a guy in a locker room is, um, not only to keep it loose and, and to do a lot of chatter, but, you know, hold people accountable and just talk about how we need to play the game the right way and things like that. And then on the ice, he's just a role player and he's understand, you know, he's become a role player, I would say, over his career. I think uh, for a long time, you know, he was about putting you know, points up at power play and things like that. Not that he doesn't put points up still a little bit in power play, but he's more of a role player. He bangs bodies, a big body guy. and He kind of plays the role out there and, um, you know, just more of a checking physical type player. And um, Again, he's just one of those guys that bring out the best of a lot of people on a team. I think that when he walks in a locker room, is you know, everybody kind of, surrounds him or wants to go near him or be around him he's just that type of guy chief it's interesting to watch a team like tampa win the two stanley cups after you guys won and one of the things i've always loved about hockey is that there are different recipes to go about winning you that new jersey team that you face so much with brodeur and stevens and niedermeyer was built on their defense and then detroit was winning at the same time with a russian five and all their skill 
And, and it seems to me that even though Tampa has won the last couple of years, everybody would love to have two or three potential MVPs on their roster. You don't have to have those guys to win in hockey. Is that one of the fun things about coaching is that there are different recipes, different ways to get to your end result? No, there definitely is. I think there is different ways. and You know, Tampa's got some really, really good skill, and they got some real, you know, good uh, role guys and checkers and things like that. Their goaltending is obviously very, very solid, and it's been solid for a number of years, but you you can win your own way. Everybody can win their own way. It's about the team coming together and, and making sure the team is first, and then it's about how hard you compete and how hard you play in the playoffs. It really is. That's what it boils down to. If you watch Tampa in that final series against Montreal, just how they laid it on the line with blocking shots, and there were tight games. They are all close games, one nothing, 2-1, things like that. So the games are real tight. It's not about scoring three or four goals. It's about scoring one goal and keeping it one nothing. And that's what Tampa did. In the end, they just they checked really well, and they, they, um, they just put everything on the line for the team. It sounds like they have a very distinct identity, Chief, and we know that when you won the Stanley Cup, we can look back to that 2019 Blues team, and we know exactly what the identity of the team is. And obviously the identity and the style of play has to evolve based on the personnel that you have. So when you look at this Blues team that you have last season and and the team that you'll have next season, what is the identity of the Blues team that you want them to have? Well, I don't think the identity changes that much. I really don't. I I know you add new players and, we're not sure what's going to happen this year with our team yet, but um, it's going to be probably a little bit different than last year for sure. I don't think the identity changes a whole lot. I think you got to, you know, you got to let players play to a certain way they need to play. But in the end, it's about how, you know, the style and, and philosophy of our team and the culture of our team, and that really has not changed. Uh, since we won or even before we won. I think the culture here in St. Louis has been here for a long, long time. They've been a very successful team. They may not have won a cup before 2019, but they're always right there. They're always competitive, and they're always a hard team to play against. So I don't think that culture has changed over the years, and I don't see it changing. And, Craig, one of the things in regards to identity, and we talked about it a lot during the season, but you were looking ahead. When you lose Bo Meester, Steen, Petro, you change your leadership core. You've got new guys trying to grow in, and, and that kind of does change your identity. Your guys came along as leaders last year, but you, you don't just have that happen right off the bat, do you? No, not a chance. It takes a while, and it, it, these guys learn, and they got to learn. They have to learn on their own. They gotta, you got to feel it and see it and and, and, you know, it takes time. It's, we could tell them all we want, how they should do things, and they could take some of that, what we tell them, but in the end, they've got to be themselves, and they've got to, they've got to become the leaders that they are and, and, and what they believe in and how they feel inside. So that takes a little time, and I thought that they came around. I thought that our leadership became better and better all year long, and our play be- got better. We didn't perform in the playoffs the way we needed to, but... Um, you know, if you look at the last quarter of the season, I thought that we were a lot better than we were early on. Craig Ruby will be playing in the Ascension Charity Classic Legends Challenge. He'll be with Tom Watson against Jack Nicholas and Ozzie Smith September 11th after the round of the Champions Tour is over. And you'll be able to watch. You can get tickets at ascensioncharitychallenge.com. Craig, it's always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it, and enjoy the rest of your summer. I know that you're going to start getting busy very soon, but we appreciate your time today. 
Uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Take right. care. Take care. That is Craig Bruby on 101 ESPN. Great to have Coach with us. And we did, out of respect, ask Coach if he wanted to comment on Jeremy Rutherford's piece in The Athletic, and he said he would prefer not to, and that's why we didn't ask, because we're talking about golf here, and when the time comes, when he's in more of a hockey venue, to mm-hmm. talk about uh, that situation with Vladimir Tarasenko, he will, but his preference was to not. He was our guest, and we treat our guests with respect, and that's why we didn't ask about it, because he didn't want to be asked about it today. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.